0: Welcome to Ollie's at the Wheel, and we have to open this podcast with sad news, as everyone will be aware by now, but, Um, Manchester United and England legends uh, Bobby Charlton passed away last week at the age of 86, uh, a true gentleman and giant of the game who represented both uh, Manchester United and England with uh, honour, pride and and dignity has to be said. He was um, a Ballon d'Or winner. He was England's top scorer for many, many years, 45 years. I think it was until Wayne Rooney um, beat that record. Uh, he was capped 106 times for England as well. Within the World Cup, as everyone knows, in 1966 at Wembley Stadium against Germany. Uh, he also had the most appearances and goals for Man United for again forty odd years before those records were broken by Ryan Giggs and Wayne Rooney respectively. So you know he had a uh, you know a great career and obviously he was a a great man. He, was, he also survived the the Munich air disaster as well, um, which was a you know a, a thing that, that shaped his his life forever going going forward. Um, you know, you know you're you know you're a legendary footballer when clubs around Europe like AC Milan, Real Madrid, Barcelona are uh, you know, releasing statements and giving out their condolences. Um, yeah, he's even it's even too long ago that I can't really remember him playing unfortunately, but my dad can and you know, he he always said he was a fantastic footballer. He had a, a great strike on him and when you imagine how hard those footballers were those in those days, you know, I sort of I had the sort of tail end of those sort of balls. When I was um, my first few years at school, and they were like kicking, flipping breeze blocks when they were wet. Horrendous, horrendous they were. And also, um, we lost um, Bill Cameray as well, who was the director and chairman of Everton for for many, many years. So uh the sad times um for football this this week. But um hey ho, we have to move forward and look to the future and we will get back on track with our normal podcast proceedings and I will introduce to you Liam Hall. Hello Liam. Hello, Carl. My boys, my boys, my
1: boys. It's so good to be back. And Carl, that was that was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful tribute. Very informative, very emotional. I think you painted a really fantastic image of a man and a real, real great man. I, I think uh, I was really... Well done. Well done, my friend.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you very much. No, I felt quite emotional on Saturday when the news came Forever, oh, I will not lie. Yeah, absolutely.
1: It, it was... You, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a it's, it's someone's a big person when even people who don't follow football, you know, mention, oh my God, he's died. My my mum, yeah. who's Irish and has no interest in football. She say, like, oh, I'm sad to hear Bobby Bobby Charlton died, which kind of showed you, you know, how giant of a figure he was. Yeah.
0: you know, someone transcends a sport when people who don't follow football are a third of them.
1: Yeah, and obviously as you can imagine a
0: footballer, and you, you, your 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 looking at you like, "How's he?"
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and obviously, you have a stand named after him, an old record. yeah. And I mean, for part you, of the Trinity know, statue as well. Yeah, absolutely, and, and you know that's probably one of the most famous statues in in English football, and you know he, he's probably one of the most successful. Players ever play for England?
0: Yeah, he, he's he's possibly the best English player we've produced so far. Uh, that seven-year accounts is long, longevity and accolades. Yeah, and I
1: think now we only have one member of that ninety of that sixty-six team mm. left. So Jeff first. So Jeff first. Yeah, exactly. So. Hopefully, hopefully he can last a little bit longer. But um, yeah, very, really, really, really sad times. And, and sad about Bill Kenwright. I know he was a bit of a...
0: mean, uh, maybe a controversial figure, isn't Perhaps. he? Perhaps. Pun. Maybe a bit diff- divisive as, as in Everton ranks.
1: I yeah, I, I think so. But I, I think he did definitely did care about the club. Yeah,
0: yeah, you know, I, mean, I think he did his best with the club. I'm not. I don't know a huge amount about him, so I can't can't pretend to uh, to go on too much about him. But still, you know, sad loss when anyone, uh, you know, dies.
1: Yeah. And
0: I I think a lot of the money which Everton
1: did spend did come from him. I I could be wrong. So if there is any Everton fans listening that know more than me, you know, I'm sorry. But, you know, obviously they've spent a lot of money and I think... I'm. I'm pretty sure he contributed quite a lot to that. Oh yeah, yeah. Um,
0: sure. uh,
1: so obviously, I think now, I, I'm obviously very in, in the process of selling. Um, so I guess it's a bit of an end of an era, especially with them moving to their new stadium next year. yeah. So, yeah, and proud club. I, I, I've always loved Everton, except when I have to play them.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, yeah, with that. How, how how are you doing?
0: It's yeah, emotional week. Yeah, it was yeah. I'm not. I'm not doing too bad. Um, really, to be honest with you, mate. Yeah, uh, you know, been a, you know, a straightforward week. Really work. Get home. Crash out on the Saturday <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> sounds pretty good to be fair. How about like uh... you? have got a big week coming up. you've you know, be moving cities and a yeah. new place, a new, a new job. It's
1: a big, big, um, big in weeks, few weeks for you coming up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm 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 moving to a new mansion, um, living alone without any help. So it's 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 a, it's a big step for me.
0: Um, and, and hopefully, the police won't find you
1: now. Well, that's the whole reason why I'm <laughs> um, where I'm going. To, you know. Um, the reason I I don't set foot in Spain is because of a muscle injury and not not any other reason. <laughs> Same with a, a member of the Arsenal football team who definitely was injured and definitely couldn't go to Spain for unrelated reasons. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a uh, it's a hectic time for me, but it's it's exciting. So uh, I I don't know what my podcasting schedule is going to be like for the next few weeks. So if you're very lucky, I might not podcast for a while. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, we, we, we all manage. I mean, look at us, you know. Nate, Reese abandons us. Reese, Nathan abandons us. But we're still going strong. Yeah, yeah.
1: Let's talk about that, actually. Because you and I are here. Nathan. Oh, sorry. He's Because it's his wife's birthday, he feels like he can just abandon us. And I'm leave us. What sort of
0: excuse is that? How, how whipped
1: is he? Well, a little little beta cuck yeah oh ooh, i look after i look after the legislature. legend center oh
0: look at me <laughs> Fucking at
1: oh god just... i'm welsh I, cunt. he's not even welsh not
0: Honestly. He beten- honestly <laughs> he's from <laughs> essex and he pretends to be welsh oh no yeah yeah exactly he's lived in wales for five minutes yeah is that well, cheering on South Africa against England and supporting the, whatever Welsh party support
1: Honestly, embarrassing. I I, I was spit on him, but I, I I'm afraid he'll quite like that. Bet
0: bet he's even shaking cheap in you know? way. Probably.
1: Yeah, absolutely. He, he he's stealing my gimmick, which I I'm, I'm <laughs> actually very glad about. <laughs> which was reese uh left with me although i i, I didn't i i'd for a bit but we won't talk about that um but actually speaking of reese um we're gonna do the weekly uh west brom update um they're still shits. okay let's go to man united <laughs> I, I, I've, no, I've no idea what the best I've done. I'm sure they've. I I'm sure they really I, I, I can't even be asked to
0: look at the championship. Me neither. <laughs> I mean, maybe you should because you, you might be there next season. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> I, might start, I might have to start getting used to it.
1: But someone who's definitely going to the championship was your uh, opponent at the weekend, who gave you a, a bit of a, a bit of a fight. To be fair, um, Sheffield United.
0: Yeah, again, we, we we weren't very convincing, like we haven't been all season. Um, but we did take we did take the lead, but then we gave away a bit of a I thought it was a soft penalty to to be honest. Um, I think both penalties in the last couple of games that I've been awarded against has been very soft. Mm. You know, they're not they they do not they don't seem to want to award us anything unless an absolute stone wall. Like. But they've got no problem awarding these very soft penalties against us. Yeah, I so
1: feel like this far. penalty was a bit more likely. I, th- I think it's a bit more reasonable than the one. It yeah,
0: is, his honestly. arm, was, his arm was out. To be fair, but you know there was, you know, it was quite a close proximity. But if you're going to have your arm out in the box, you are asking for trouble. Yeah, yeah, uh, they you know, the duly equalised. Um, the thing is,
1: in the slow it looked like he was moving towards it, but I don't know if he yeah, was I mean, it was. It, it was, but I don't think it
0: was like an intentional move towards the ball. But it's Scott McTominay, so bloody knows.
1: Yeah, but he's got big. Scott opened open to scoring. Um, pretty decent finish. He's he's, he's mm.
0: coming into a bit of goal scoring form. I think I think his position is better, sort of being. Pushed forward, you know he's not a defensive not a defensive midfielder. that's quite clear, but as he's shown for Scotland you know he, he can do a job in a more forward role mm. he he's, he feels like someone who has
1: just a bit of a a weird kind of profile and playing style that isn't really suited to a traditional position. you kind of need to tailor a role for him. Mm. I kind of feel like coming into the box and finishing moves, you know, and shooting. That's kind of his strengths, and he's decent outside the possession in terms of tackling and intercepting. But then he's also not great at some other things as well. So he's a bit of a he's a bit of a weird one.
0: Yeah, but he does, you know, he does play play for the badge, which when you're struggling. That is sometimes what you need, You not always your best players who aren't perhaps putting 100% effort in. You need those players that are going to come in and you know, sweat blood and tears for the club and put a real shift in to get you over the line.
1: Absolutely. I, I do have to say, I, I did think, I, I thought Anthony actually had a pretty decent game, to be honest. Um, I thought in terms of his attackers, I think him and Ho- Hoyland actually were pretty solid, I thought. Fernandez is actually pretty good. He, as well.
0: he tracks back well. What impressed me most about him is he's, he's, tra- he's tracking back and putting tackles in. Mm. And I think that's probably why he's always got picked ahead of Sancho. Cause Sancho, you know, is not too hot on on tracking back.
1: Yeah, that was always because Sancho was. I, I felt like he was pretty good in terms of contributing goals and assists, at least when he played. But yeah, I, I think Anthony's work ethic is definitely something that is underrated about him. For
0: sure. Um, I think mean, mean, I mean everyone would be happy with him if he only cost sort of like 30, And it's just because we left it late in the day to, to go get him and over overpaid for him. And that's, you know, why people single him out a bit because he cost, you know, what was it? 80 million, euros. Yeah, I think
1: everyone... When you when you when when you pay for that pri- you know, when you pay for that price for someone, people expect you to be most sala Which
0: is unfair and I, I think the trouble was we thought we were done in a transfer window, but uh Eric Ten Hag obviously saw something that made him decide he needed he needed that of a winger. So perhaps, you know, even then he wasn't too sold on Sancho. Who who knows? But, you know, he he sort of um Convinced the club to go all out and, and bring Anthony in, so he obviously thought he needed he needed another winger.
1: Yeah, I, I think Anthony's kind of for what how much United play. I think he's a better fit for Sancho. Sancho kind of needs kind of a bit more of like an attacking fullback to kind of take the players away from him a little bit. But yeah, I, I thought Anthony uh, did quite well, and obviously he's coming back in after a while. And um, yeah, I thought he's doing quite well. Someone who also, I think, is starting to show a little bit of shoots of
0: form is Harry Maguire. I- I've been really impressed with him, to be honest. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he can make one or two mistakes, but nothing nothing major. I mean, everyone makes mistakes mm. at some point in a match. It's just, you know, some, for some players, it's more highlighted than others. Again, I think the price tag probably didn't help Maguire. You know, if he'd only come for. Again, same sort of Anthony, thirty or forty million. No one will probably bat an eyelid about his performances because we've paid so much for him, and everyone hates Man United. It's you know, it's a good stick to to beat the club over with when you know cost 80 million is perhaps underperforming.
1: Yeah, and I, I don't think it helps that you know you've had what. F- Three or four managers since he since he arrived. Yeah, exactly. And these are from the very different ways of playing. So I don't know. I I, I thought we did quite well under Jose
0: when he first arrived. I'm pretty sure it was Jose, was it? I he don't first know. I thought it was Bolton Raleigh, but I could be wrong. My my memory for these things isn't always the best. To be perfectly honest. That's fair. But, you, you know, I, I, thought his, I thought his passing,
1: his long passing in particular, was absolutely excellent. Yeah, I mean,
0: yeah. Really. Down, scored, scored a good goal to to secure a much-needed win. I mean, we are just about getting over the line in matches. Another thing I've noticed is we, we seem to play better when Erikson's on the pitch. You know, he hasn't started him in the first half for the last couple of matches and then brought him on... Yeah, you know, in the second half or partway through the second half, and the team's played so much better when he's there. You know, well, yeah, you know, maybe he hasn't got the legs for a full ninety minutes, but he definitely does make a difference. I don't know if you agree.
1: No, I agree. I, I think he's kind of he's kind of best when you have possession. Well, when it's uh, like kind of hmm. when he's kind of being asked to defend and track back at his age, I don't think it really suits him. I mean, he'll try, but he's, you know, he's fighting against his own body to a certain extent, you know, especially when with a manager so demanding as as Ten Hag. But yeah, I, I feel like when he's, when you're dominating possession like you were versus Sheffield for the most part, I, I think he's, I think he's absolutely fantastic. You know, I mean, we all know how good of a player he was and can be and you, you, you still see that in him for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because
1: I think you definitely need some you definitely need some creativity. But you know, that's is that two wins back to back in the league now.
0: Yeah. So um, hopefully, Mount Mount will just settle in a bit more and get some more games under his belt and add a bit of um, creativity because he's definitely
1: got that. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, Mount's a fantastic player. Obviously, he's he had a bit of a tough year at Chelsea last year, and I, I do think it helped uh, you know, that his start of the season with injury and also your team's own struggles is always difficult to kind of make your mark when so much stuff is going on. But fair play to him. Um you also played in the Champions League, which was a bit yes. of a a bit of a mental game.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, it really was. God I, I, I'm sorry, I I I don't have it on paper. Who who was it you played again? Uh we played Copenhagen. Copenhagen, Massia. I knew it was some Dutch team. I was going to say Feyenoord, but I knew that wasn't right. they um, uh, Danish. Danish. Oh well, um, yeah. Well, fuck me then. I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's tough opponents. I have to say, they, I thought they actually made some decent chances, and their keeper I thought it was very solid.
0: Yeah, no, that, that keeper played a good game, and uh, again, it was another tough start first half. I don't think we offered. Much at all, really. But uh, again, second half, Christian Eriksen came on, and we do, you know, we looked a lot better. I think mean, that's Bruno as well, and Eriksen's on, and the ball seemed we seem to play faster, and the ball seems to get spread, um, spread around better as well. And mm. especially going forward, when Eriksen's there to uh, to pass, I think his vision for passing is is second to none. To to be perfectly honest. It's just a shame you know he's getting to the point where perhaps can't to fall ninety minutes and you know um recent uh, events that happened to him, perhaps catching up with him a little bit, meaning he can't quite play as regularly as you would like. Yeah. Which yeah, it's it's
1: just it's just one of those, you know, I mean he's 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 in his thirties now, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, think he's about thirty one. Yeah. So I mean, you know, we 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 know we know what he's about by now, and but yeah, um, it's good to see that you're you're getting the wins, you know, and it, maybe it isn't always convincing, but you just have to, you know, sometimes you just have to, you especially in the Champions League, you know, you have to get these results. I mean, Real Madrid always used to play absolutely crap in the group stage, and then they had to win the whole tournament.
0: <laughs> I think mean, we just need some players, but I mean, we you know, we haven't had. Um, a consistent back four all season because of injuries and, you know, going to chop and change, play people that position and trying to find the best sort of combination to sort of tie us over until people come back. At least um, Sergio on was back mm. at, um Tuesday, so we had a proper left back if, if nothing else.
1: Yeah. And I think having kind of a centre-back partnership have now played at least a few games in a row. Def- def- definitely has helped you because, you know, the, the, then the midfield's more familiar and when the midfield's a bit more comfortable and they know the players are playing, like, in front of, you know, it kind of gives the team a bit more of a platform.
0: Yeah, I mean, McGuire and Varane seem, seem um decent partnership. they looked it to the, the other night anyway. I mean, Delo's been the only consistent, but he's at to Switch from right uh, to left back, um, depending on who's tenags. Try to you know <coughs> try to patch up the defence with midfielders and what have you.
1: Yeah, absolutely,
0: and yeah, I, I think
1: overall, I mean, you know, a win's a win. I, how scared were you when you can when you had the penalty in the, in the 97th minute?
0: Well, well I mean, you, you got that message from me just before, um, <laughs> you know, I just, We just can't catch a break, you know, we've been doing well, we've been holding on, and then all of a sudden, another, another flipping <laughs> soft penalty in my book. Oh, um, it's incredibly but, soft. time again, can you believe? And uh, no, I thought, yeah, here we go, we just, you know, when it's not... You know, you're struggling. Things aren't going your way. Everything does seem to go against you for somehow. Well, that's or at least that's how it can seem. And yeah, to get a penalty right at the death, there's been no chat. You know, there's been no chance to get a winner. It would have been a draw, but now, thankfully, you know, another person's been criticised, and you know, by myself as well, I have to admit, um, Anana, you know, pulled a, a, a good save. And kept it out, and we managed to scrape, really scrape one now win. Which we need to, you know, keep our, our hopes of progressing alive.
1: Absolutely, I, I think Anana has. I think he's a twenty six percent save percentage. I mean, from from memory, I could be wrong, but I think that's one of the best in terms of Champions League, and that's really quite. Yeah, interesting.
0: I mean that's pretty good. levels it was after has to be sad.
1: And I, 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 he didn't really make any mistakes this game as well, so
0: it's nice to see
1: kind of two figures who've kind of been very maligned in Maguire and Anana, You know, be heroes. You know, mm. Maguire yeah. scoring and then the penalty save. Yeah, he hasn't been helped, you know.
0: He's, he's had, he had, to be fair to him, he hasn't had to come into a, you know, a new country, a new team, and he hasn't had a Consistent back four in front of him, so that probably hasn't helped him. To to be fair, yeah. I
1: mean, I've I've noticed this when I've watched the Nano games. I think he just has a very unusual kind of saving technique, and
0: I think yeah, points... yeah, he is, he does have a sort of his own sort of uh, strange technique, doesn't he? To be fair,
1: because mm. he doesn't really, he's not really great at catching. But at the same time, this he also allows him to make saves that a lot of goalkeepers wouldn't. Actually, I, I read an article recently by the Athletic, and they're talking about when he was in the academy, he he was constantly being corrected by like the coaches, the goalkeeping coaches in the in the academy, and he he told them no because he felt that his technique was better. And eventually, they did some tests and they found out that actually his technique that he naturally did was actually better than what they're teaching and they've changed the whole goalkeeping technique which i think is very interesting personally
0: i mean mean, there's always this been this weird way of you know there's a you've got to do things a certain way or it's wrong attitude when it comes to showing people but you know just if something's working it's fine as i to go to another spot so you can play judge trump as this like really weird cue action that no one else does and your coach know, coaches tried to change it when it, when he was younger and you know he, he went all to shit so he went back <laughs> to normal and he was you know back to beating everyone again so you know just because it's not the normal doesn't necessarily mean it's wrong as long as it, you know as long as it works yeah, and I mean
1: there had definitely been missed, like points where I think his technique has gone against him. You know, I felt like the mistakes in the league and the mistake versus Bayern Munich. You know, clearly some sometimes it doesn't work, but I think maybe he's also player. But if you know if he's full on confidence, maybe those techniques on on another day do save. You know, that maybe there's more routine on other days when he's more filled with confidence.
0: So. Yeah. I mean, all sport is definitely a confidence thing, isn't it? If you if you're low on confidence, you are going to make mistakes and and what have you. But um, when you're high in confidence, you're going to play well. Yeah,
1: and I I feel like again, this is probably me projecting, but I feel like goalkeeper is such a weird position. I mean, with Arsenal, with our goalkeeping situation, I think a lot of it also comes down to the coaches and what they want the players to do. And obviously Ten Hag knows, you know, Onana very, very well from the time of Ajax. So it wouldn't surprise me if maybe there's something in there that he's asked him to do, which is still different
0: to him, maybe? Possibly, possibly. But, you know, traditionally goalkeepers and all those positions that you don't, managers don't tend to change too much unless they have to, unless, of course, your Mikael Tata. Tata. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what 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 do you think of where he suddenly decided to stick? Um, was it David Araya?
1: Yes, that's it, David Araya. It? Yeah,
0: yeah, and and uh, over um, Rumsdale. He hasn't really done a lot wrong. I know he's um, been away because um, he's on paternity leave. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, but the Chelsea game, his um his wife had a baby, so that's why yeah. he wasn't that's why he wasn't even on the bench. Which is fair enough. Um I was oh, surprised yeah. he didn't play in
0: the Champions League though, to be honest. But um He does seem to prefer Rea uh, um at the moment, whether it's because he's his new expensive toy or whatever. I don't I don't know. I think I think, and again, this is just from
1: what I see, because obviously I've watched all the games, I think Raya is maybe better at following the instructions of what Arteta wants. Because, you know, you, obviously he, he got chipped by Mudric at the weekend. With mm-hmm. It wasn't a shot, let's be honest, it was a cross. But that kind of high positioning when coming for crosses, that feels like an instruction. Rather than... I mean, maybe it is, maybe it is a choice by Raya, but I feel like... A lot of what Raya being asked to do, like taking ages on the ball, you know, and waiting for players to come in to tackle him. I feel like it is definitely from Arteta. I, I, I don't think it's necessarily all from David Raya. I could be wrong, but it feels like he's better following what Arteta wants his goalkeeper to do. Same with, I mean, again, this is something I've seen when watching the games. Raya kind of, at some point, goes into the centre-back position. When, when we're building up from the back, so Gabriel goes all the way into the left, into the left back position, and it's Saliba and David Ryder as the centre backs, and they're kind of playing the ball between each other, which I guess frees up numbers further forward. Mm. I guess that's the idea. I have a feeling Ramsdale maybe isn't as comfortable doing that. I could be wrong, but I feel like Ramsdale has a way of playing. And, I, I, I mean, last season, I think there was points where Ramsdale was definitely a lot more jittery and kind of, you know, regressed to a certain extent and would kind of just not play the game that Arteta wanted. So, I, I feel like it is Arteta wanting control
0: more than
1: the, the, more than the keepers and their respective quality. So,
0: do you think Rea might be number one going forward Then
1: Maybe for now. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if... I, I do think Ramsdale will play some Premier League games at some point. I don't know when. It, I mean, I don't, but then again, I don't know if I just me wanting that to be the case. Because, you know, everyone loves Ramsdale. He's, he seems like a really, really good chap. He has humour. He has a bit of a personality about him. And on his day, he I think he's definitely one of the best goalkeepers in the league. But obviously on his off days, you know, he, he can give away goals.
0: Um, well, any any keeper can. Let's be honest. On their off days, it's Absolutely. like, as, as everyone always says, it's the most unforgiving possession. You know, you 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 make a mistake in most places on the on the field. It it, it can be sort of covered up a lot of the times, or, or recovered. But you make a mistake and goal and go when it leads to a leads to a goal, you know, and yeah you you're fucked basically, aren't you?
1: Absolutely. And I mean, there was very nearly, um, well, there, there was two mistakes that Ryan made during the Chelsea game, which actually I suppose we might as well get onto.
0: Mm. Yeah, he did look a bit jittery at times, which Gary never kept, kept pointing out. I mean, that was quite a surprising game for me because, you know, Chelsea haven't yeah, been that marvellous up until now, but they definitely looked the better team. And, they, they you know, they were they took a 2-0 lead at, at, one, at one stage. I mean... Were you were you surprised at how much better they were than you for most of the match?
1: I was, yeah, and I, I do think I do think we definitely weren't playing as well. But I, I, but you know I don't want to take it away from Chelsea. I thought they were absolutely fantastic. They had so much more energy. And I think they were way more up front than we were for whatever reason. I think I don't know if just I don't I don't know if we were surprised. I mean I, I think Pochettino's tactics were really interesting. I mean they basically had two false nines and the middle of the park was just impossible to get through. And then they'll just break on us and, you know, if we tried to play through them, they'll just get the ball and immediately counter. Um, but yeah, I, I thought Chelsea were absolutely fantastic and Cole Palmer and Mudrick and
0: mm.
1: all those, you know, Sterling, like rotating and changing positions. I, I, I just thought they were they were electric and, um, and we couldn't handle them for, for a lot of the game. And I mean... It's a weird one because in some ways they got a little bit lucky with the goals to a certain extent, depending on where you sit with the penalty shout. Um, which we'll get onto in a second. But I feel like the chances that Chelsea made, they probably could have scored more. Um, were not for some pretty good defending from the centre backs for the most most part. So yeah, it was a very strange game. And then they just let off, you know, the pedal, and then we just Scored two goals in about seven minutes. It was a very yeah. weird game. I I, I I don't I don't know. I mean, I loved it at the time because I was like, I can't believe I can't believe we got something from this game.
0: <laughs> I, was so yeah, happy. Did, I really do think you get away with that one. To to be honest, I mean, you've been you been you know good up until that match, but that is one that I think um you know, you, you, you salvage. But that that can be a good thing, you know, when you. Mm. You get points from a match you perhaps don't deserve to.
1: Yeah, I, I think I think the midfield is still something we're figuring out. I think we're changing the way we play. We're kind of building more out wide now rather than through the middle. Mainly because everyone puts so many players in the middle to stop us playing that way.
0: But and you might you might just screen jump, jump just the fans, but I haven't been convinced by Jorginho since you signed him, to be perfectly honest. I think he's had good games. I thought he was good against City,
1: but in a game like this, I I thought he was, I thought he was pretty poor. To be honest, I'm
0: surprised that Party didn't mm. play at all. Really, yeah, he didn't. He didn't didn't seem to offer anything in, in that much, did he? Somehow, I, yeah. I think, you know, I think Habits
1: was was better. To be fair, yeah. When Habits came on, I actually thought he was really good. He was kind of yeah, I think he, he moved into that kind of Erdegaard role next to Saka mm. and those two combine fantastically. Um, for some reason, when you just keep the ball up to habits, it just sticks to him and he can bring players into play and play one-twos. I, I think on the right of midfield, he looks a lot better than when he's on the left of midfield. So I hope that he gets to play there and start there more often.
0: Hopefully at Sheffield. Um, kind of funny that, you know, the guy with Chase and... Um, and lost out. Chelsea Moyer scores, and then <laughs> the the guy you you bought instead of him scores.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, that was that was really that was funny. But Tosun's a weird player because he's he's probably one of the best finishers and the best in terms of output in the whole squad. I mean, it was a really really good finish from a fantastic cross from Saka, mm. and obviously, yeah, of, that... yeah he, he's just he's so good. And that like, like the goal from Declan Rice was really, really good as well, albeit from a, a terrible pass from Sanchez. But yeah, it was, it was a very, very strange game.
0: Yeah, I, yeah no, it really was. It wasn't what I was expecting at all.
1: Yeah, we, we, I think we've had a problem with creativity this season. And I think for the most part, it's kind of been our defence being really, really good and kind of making one or two good chances and then nicking you know, a result from that. I mean, somehow we're still undefeated. And I think is our defence somehow was just really, really good. Because I think we actually finished round about the same XG as Chelsea. Oh, right. And that's not including the penalty, at least. Which is very interesting because it did not feel that way at all. But I think just that final, that that, those, that back four, just as fantastic. Yeah, at, I, I, th- think, I think
0: the substitutions helped you on both sides I, you know, I thought Chelsea made some strange substitutions mm. maybe he thought they were holding onto the game substitutions but I thought to made some very positive substitutions to try and get back into the game and, and that seemed to open things up a bit for you towards the end of the match
1: Yeah, because I mean at the end of the match it felt like if any team was going to win it it was going to be mm. Arsenal Yeah, definitely And it would have been an absolute robbery if if we did somehow win it. (laughs) It
0: happens, it happens.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is the kind of, uh, again, this can sound very presumptuous, but this is the kind of game that champions do win. When they don't play well, in the slightest, they still manage to get a point from it. It's it's a good sign.
0: It is, I would say. And your Champions League match, which... I don't know much about. I'm going to have to be honest because I was concentrating on our match and nearly having a heart attack when we gave away <laughs> a penalty. But you, you beat Sevilla two-one. Um, was it was it a comfortable win or? It was a bit of
1: a weird game. I mean, because we, um, it was pretty even for the most of first off. I mean, we didn't really have many attacks. We kind of just kept the ball and. You know, stop them kind of attacking us, and we would kind of pass around and make some nice attacks here and there. But for the most part, it was more, you know, just we 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 kept them at bay. And then the the goal for Marcinelli, with an amazing turn and assist from Gabriel Jesus, it was just it was just fantastic.
0: Yeah, I mean, like uh, Jesus had a really good game, uh, an assist and a goal. Mm. But, um, there's a bit of a worry. Uh, over an injury again, by the signs
1: of it. Yeah, uh, it, it doesn't sound like um uh, Jesus thinks it's it's not too bad, but he might just be out for the weekend. Which I, I, I hope it's just, I hope it's just a weekend. I, I don't think he should play, even if he is fit at the weekend, mm. just in case.
0: If anyone can pull off a, a miracle recovery, it's him. That's, <laughs> that's yeah, <real. laughs> yeah. But
1: it was it was a decent game. I mean, I thought our attacking was. Better than some games. I mean, in the second half, I actually thought our second half performance was really good. We came out of the blocks, passing yeah, I didn't, a lot more fast.
0: But would you say better than uh, the Chelsea performance?
1: Oh, by far, we, we we were awful versus Chelsea, and we were kind of just okay versus Seville.
0: I, I think we were actually. I would say we we're good versus. And Seville. they're a good team Seville. To be honest, I think that, especially away, I think that's a good result.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, Real Madrid couldn't get a result there. You know, they they mm. stifled Real Madrid completely, so it definitely is not an easy game to win. So we yeah we we we, we take it. I mean, they they got a a, a very sloppy goal from us from a corner, which is quite unlike us. And it was it was a bit tense for the last ten minutes, but I think once I knew you know is when our backs get are against the wall defending, our team just fucking loves that. And oh, Declan Rice, man, he's he, he's something else. I mean, the fact that no one's talking about his price tag just shows how yeah, good the no, player he is.
0: So far, he's he's doing a. I started job and Does not well worth the money? Um, to be fair to him.
1: Yeah, he's 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 a very he's probably the most Vieira like player we've had at the club since, mm.
0: since
1: Vieira was gone. Which I guess you would hope for from the money that we paid. But his tackling, his running with the ball is. I think a really underrated quality of his. I mean, he just charges out, and and you, you can't stop him when he gets on a run. It's it's it's, it's quite majestic to watch. He's almost like it, like a horse just cantering away.
0: <laughs> yeah, and he's he's come up with important goals as well, like against us and against Chelsea to get you back into the match. So you know his contributions are everywhere, really.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and I mean. You know, we we, we our, our defense looks solid even with him and, and Jorginho, which shows just how good he is.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um but yeah, overall uh, I'm happy this week. It wasn't wasn't best of performances, but I think it was I think it was solid. So let's roll on Sheffield United at the weekend. Hopefully, uh hopefully we can get a result there. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, good, good, good week for our clubs. I, I feel like there hadn't been many t- times this this season where both our clubs have got some decent results. So
0: it, it's nice to happen. Yeah. Nice, it happens for once. Won that, yeah. Won a couple on the banks, which is which is always good. But uh, yeah, I do worry about Sunday's game against Manchester City.
1: Uh, yeah,
0: that that's a big one. We played as poorly as we did in the first half. Of the last two matches. I think the game could be over by half time if we're not careful. <laughs> is it is at Old Alt- 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 Trafford? Yeah, I think it is, and they do have a pretty poor record against Old Alt- Trafford. But still, uh, yeah, you can't help but be worried.
1: Yeah, I mean, Old Alt- Trafford does magical things to teams. I don't know what it is. Even when you're absolutely shocking, you usually tend to get something from that.
0: But, yeah, you know, hopefully the players will be, you know, up more up for that one and, you know, we'll put a performance in, but, you know, who knows, who knows. Who have you got next? I can't remember. We 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 have Sheffield United. So ah, that was it, yeah. Yeah. So, you, you would have thought you'd win that. They're yet to, to win a game in the, in the leagues, but, you know, you, you know they're going to win one eventually.
1: Yeah, I mean, they have a lot of injuries separate United. It must be, I think they have around but 10 people out.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, is, they're a weird team because, I mean, they, they they probably should have won versus Spurs. You know, Spurs got two goals in, in extra yeah. in time. um, Injury time, I guess.
0: Imagine, I've been talking about two late goals <laughs> in injury time. I could definitely think
1: <laughs> <laughs> definitely not <ask> them
0: either
1: <laughs> yeah it's, it's uh, I don't know it'd be interesting I mean
0: actually should, should we speak of the Spurs what, 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 what do you think they're seeing as Spurs I don't know I, I, don't, I don't I mean I, I'll, I'll say it to try and wind you up but <laughs> I don't I don't think they'll win the league uh, there will be a drop off at, at some point uh, I, I think they can finish definitely finish um the Champions League. Um, they could probably push, you know, make make a run for the FA Cup perhaps. But mm. you, you just don't know it's I mean everyone's looking rosy and yeah, I mean, they have all taken to Ange and um you know, his football seems to be translated well, but say if they get both Son and Madison injured there you know, then perhaps there could be problems. But everyone, every team goes through a bumpy spell and has a bit of a drop-off. So, you know, the the honeymoon period, I don't think will last forever.
1: No, I... I, I At least you hope it won't. (laughs) I I absolutely don't don't hope it won't. Because they are playing good football, you know. I'm not Mm. stupid enough to pretend they're not. But, I mean, yeah, I don't think they have many injuries besides Ben Tanker, who seems to be permanently injured, Mm. it seems like. But... Yeah, Madison and Son, especially if those two together get injured, I think that'll be that'll be quite serious trouble. Well, I mean, it, well uh, no,
0: what we were saying about Declan Rice, I mean, what a sign signing he has been for Spurs, though.
1: With Declan Rice?
0: <laughs> no, so like I was saying about Declan Rice, oh. <laughs> what a, what a signing has, um, perhaps I should have said his name in there, um, Madison has been for, for Spurs. Yeah, he's been He's been a man, has
1: yeah, I, I, I kind of wish it we, we we went for him, but I think I love seeing a lot of, yeah, see, a fact, lot of teams yeah, have been saying
0: that. I, I, I was sitting, you know, watching him score goals. and thinking, why didn't we go in for him? It's because I've never like because he wasn't he wasn't super expensive, was he?
1: No, he was like thirty million or something. I think that's a
0: snip. That
1: is. Yeah, I mean, cause he he was he's obviously only, always shown quality at Leicester. I mean, you know, he's a good player. Mm. But I feel like he has gone to another level. Um,
0: Yeah, I mean, he's probably not with goals and assists all over the place at the moment.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, everyone's probably put him in in their fantasy team. I know I have.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Damn right, I have. I think I'm still bottom, but, you know, he's in there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, mine's shocking as well. But, um, yes, it's going to be interesting with Spurs. I mean, I think they got very... Lucky versus Liverpool. I think it has to be very
0: yeah, yeah. They deluded to say incredibly that. Incredibly fortunate against uh, a nine-man Liverpool. Yeah, but at the same time, even if like you
1: know, you know, even if they don't win the league, you know, it's. I think they have to enjoy the journey. Like they are playing really well, and it's probably the best football I've played for probably since Portis. I imagine. I
0: have thought that. Came leave then would actually make them a bad team
1: I thought that <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 but
1: yeah it's uh, yeah you know good, good for them just enjoy the journey and to be honest I think you know don't even think about the league just play how you want to play and then just you know honestly I, I think just aim for aim to win the FA Cup just just get that kind of trophy bugbear off your back and then just you know, mm. focus on the next season, for the league or the Champions League. You know, but just 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 get something in the tro- trophy cabinet because I think I think that's just I think we need it at this point. Yeah,
0: definitely, so, some sort of trophy. Effort. Yeah, just but, have
1: uh, something to show for themselves. Yeah,
0: yeah, even a Mickey Mouse cup. <laughs> yeah, you can't pick that. We'll be clinging on to that. <laughs> not just Mickey Mouse got win for the next five years, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um
1: all right, with with that. Um is there any anything else you want to talk about before we go on to the
0: Patrick's? Um no, no, not really, to be perfectly honest. I've covered all the um porn stuff. Okay.
1: Well um but actually before we get on to Patrick's, I I, I just wanted to uh I I I I've been going over the BBC website because I was to be talking about um, football, and I I came across Chris Sutton's um, predictions. And obviously, he brings guests on the show. Yeah, and for for your match, the guests have gone uh, two one City. I was like, okay, you know what, fair result. You know, you get a goal at home.
0: I I think that's quite. I think that's quite conservative.
1: Yeah. well, (laughs)
0: Well. Well.
1: yeah, well, because Sutton's uh, Sutton's take is five one <laughs> City, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, wow, okay, he, he's going, he he's going full chest with it. <laughs> oh man, but yeah,
0: and well, what what what's what your Patrick call? Uh as usual, I haven't got one, I'm afraid
1: oh okay well i I can go over mine if if you want if you if you want time to think about one yeah all right i'm i'm gonna go for uh the return of the football cliches podcast um it's a podcast that run, ran, i think about a year or so ago, and it's all about the language of football you know like can you be electric in the air um you know like turn turns of phrases like the boy you know like all all these kind of weird football lexicon we have. Um, one of my favourites uh, that came from a recent podcast was an extract from uh, a, a German commentator who's speaking the whole thing in German, and then at some point he just—I um, oh, was the phrase he said, "I think he, I think he just said like a uh, nice kickabout with the boys in English, or something like that." <laughs> so I don't know. Check it out, everyone. It's better than I've described it.
0: Sure it is. Yeah.
1: Carl, do you, do you, do, you, do you, anything off the
0: top of your head or? Not really. No. Um. Yeah. No. But. I say, how about we, how do we put in Bobby Charlton? Well, we can do if you want. All right. Cool. So. Everyone, I'll thank you, you for this thing. A recognition.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Uh easy these are fantastic figures, so I think it's more than fair enough. Um do you have any plugs before we go?
0: Uh yeah, um you can check out uh the, um pod in Ain't Easy, the 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 Loki part, which um in the first three episodes. So you know, make sure you check that out. We did a ranking and Game of Thrones characters but we did a very small amount and we we're starting to think this is going to take several parts, not just two or three. <laughs> so if we can get that done before um, Reese's baby comes along, I think that'll be a miracle.
1: Good luck with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, check, check those out while you can. Um, yeah, I think that's about it, other than the, the football parts.
1: Absolutely. All right, everyone, thank you for listening and love you and good night. Goodbye. Bye.